0: Welcome, pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found The Glenys Show with Glenys Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host,
1: Glenys Hello, and welcome to The Glynise Show with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. This week's show is called When You Don't Know. Now, if you have taken a foundation class, or actually probably pretty much any class with me, uh, you probably know the direction that this show is going to go. Because one of the things, it's probably it's probably the only thing that, you, that we say that you can't say in class is, I don't know. Now, that sounds maybe a little bit uh, unkind, but let's look at it for a moment. When you say, I don't know, you're actually pretending that you're not the infinite being that you truly be. As an infinite being, you have infinite perceiving infinite receiving and infinite knowing you always know we always know and then we will pretend that we don't so when we say I don't know it's actually one of the biggest lies that you can tell yourself even if you're saying it to somebody else if you're saying it and you believe it is a lie you are telling you and the other thing that occurs when you say I don't know is that you're actually inviting energies like demons in that and entities and all sorts of energies that would like to take over your life. They like to find people who are uh, playing a victim, who are pretending they are less than. They love to find those because when we say I don't know, that's what we're ultimately saying is I am less than the infinite being I truly be. And there are possibly other energies or things or whatever that would know more than I do. And it's not true. So, so much information and all of that. And I really would like as you're listening, like just not to go into the wrongness of you. But you may become aware of areas of your life that you pretend you don't know more than others. And that's just what you just want to be aware of that. Like so that you can actually see it for the information it is. If you're always, maybe every time you're dealing with money stuff, you're doing the, well, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make more money. I don't know how to figure out finances. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Then it's possible that you are choosing to be a victim with money rather than the creator. And so in classes, what I often say to people, because of course in a class, I'm asking them questions. They ask me a question and I ask them a question back to uh, for them to access their awareness. So they might not in that moment actually have a cognitive awareness that they can say to me. And that's totally cool. So what I always suggest to people is just say, I wonder. Now, not I wonder with the same energy as you would say, I don't know, because of course, words don't truly matter. It's the energy behind it. But if we're going, um, you know, so let's say you were saying to me, uh, Glynice, I have all this money stuff going on and all these debts and all of these problems and uh, I just don't know how to fix it. And I might say to you, well, okay, so what's the value of choosing all of that distraction with money? And you, in that moment, when I ask that, you maybe don't have a cognitive awareness. So instead of saying, well, I don't know, (laughs) which is what most people do, um, you could go into, you know, I wonder, like, I wonder what that value is. I wonder what it's doing for me. I wonder what I'm getting out of that. And you you truly go into the space of wonder with it. And that's all you really need to do is just be in that space of wonder with it. And I don't mean you have to use those exact words or those exact questions, but just recognize that you do know, you do know. You are infinite knowing and you be infinite knowing and you As long as you don't go into, I don't know, you will access it. It may not be in that moment. It may be a a little while down the way. I mean, there's been lots of times, especially the value question, uh, because I use that a lot in my own processing of my own stuff in my world. And also, of course, in classes and sessions and stuff. And that can be sometimes like in that moment, you don't actually have the words and that is so cool, because it's like, okay, I'm not sure, like, I, I wonder what it is in this 10 seconds. Uh, and And you just stay in that space, and it will show up, it will show up, you will have that awareness. And then it becomes where then you can change it. I mean, once you, once you acknowledge what the value is, usually it's just a laughable silliness and you just, you know, okay, that's silly and you carry on. Uh, I had a gal in one of my Facebook groups over the weekend. She had posted uh, a whole bunch of stuff about money and I just said to her, so truth, is it yours? And, and she said, yes, you know, it was reading as hers. And I said, okay, so what's the value and right away, she, met, she posted right back and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm just entertaining myself with it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And as funny as that sounds, that is often what we do. Even with the I don't know, we are distracting ourselves with what we do know. If it doesn't match what we would like it to be or what we've decided it should be, then we will often distract ourselves with it and go into the, well, I don't know. I don't know, I tried this and, and it didn't work. And I don't know, and I don't know. And it's like, no, you do know, you totally know. And it doesn't mean every time that you don't know that it's the exact opposite of what you'd like it to be. That's not what I mean at all. It's just often, we are entertaining ourselves with so much. And it becomes kind of, I mean, I'm going to say comical in the sense of, it just means we need more on the go. And I know you might feel like you're so busy, you can't get done what you need to get done in a day or you wish there was 48 hours in a day instead of 24, all that stuff. Being physically busy and being fulfilled to me is very different. So I could be doing a whole bunch of let's say paperwork and filing and taxes stuff, I could be doing all of that. And I could have, you know, 10 hours of that sort of work to do. And I would still need to be adding to my life because that would not be fulfilling to me. It's not something that lights me up. So you just want to know that it doesn't mean that I, uh, I don't do it when my accountant asked for certain papers or things, yes, I just get them. And, and I actually have changed a lot of that. So the way that I used to do my accounting, I had a different accountant, uh, every three months, I would take my books in. So there was actually a lot of uh, kind of a lot of hours put into getting my books ready for her and all of this stuff. And, and last year, I just kind of got to a point where I just I I listened to the feather touch. It was maybe, maybe I got a a lighter feather touch earlier. And then as the feather touch was getting louder, uh, much, much less of a feather. (laughs) uh, I listened to that and I changed accountants. And, uh, one of the many bonuses of changing the accountants is that now the way that I do my books is very simple. Like it's all online. So whenever I pay for something, I just take a picture of the receipt. Or if I get, you know, say a receipt email to me, I just forward it to a specific email. And it goes into that. So there's very little for me to do anymore compared to what I was doing. So I'm really grateful for that too. Uh, and I still have to be adding. So for me, it might be that I put a class on you know, to listen to while I'm doing that sort of work. Or this weekend, I actually got the, you know, the things that they were missing from me. Uh, so I did it while I was visiting with my parents. So it's like, what what do you maybe need to be adding to your life? And I actually have a whole radio show from, I think maybe 2018, uh, maybe even 2017, about what, what can I add to my life? Because the more that we are doing, not, no, scratch that. The more that we are... Uh, Adding to our life in whatever way. So that doesn't mean if you're running a business that you have to add more business stuff. Just adding to your life might be adding some time with friends. It might be adding some, uh, you know, an audio to listen to. It might be adding uh, baking a cake. I mean, there's so many different things. But the more that you're adding to your life, for the most part, the more ease it will be for you to not distract yourself uh, because you've just there's just no I'm going to say time but I'm using air quotes because it's not really time Uh, and and it's a different sort of an energy so listen to that radio show if that's something that interests you uh, because there's so much more on that and for now just look at like when you are pretending not to know what are you distracting yourself from And it could be just what you do know, you know, you know, you know, (laughs) you know, and then you're distracting yourself from actually knowing. uh, And that's cute and a choice. And, and then what, what could you actually acknowledge? What could you uh, pretend not to know? And that's a question I'll often ask myself if I'm playing in that is, you know, what do I know here? What do I know that I'm pretending not to know? And just asking it, like just being curious about it, not from I'm wrong because I'm pretending I don't know or um, judging myself for it, like none of that. It's like, okay, so what do I know here? What what do I know that I'm pretending not to know? And there's oftentimes it's not words. There's just an energy of like, oh yeah, okay, and that's okay too. Like so often we look for what we might call the logicalness of that sort of stuff, and it's. Sometimes just not, there's sometimes not words about what you know, and you know, and you know, and just acknowledging that, you know, and even acknowledging that you're pretending not to know. I mean, that's a huge gift also, because you're just calling it like it is. It's like, oh, look at me, look at me pretending I don't know right now. That's cute. And, uh, and then, you know, knowing that, knowing that, knowing that you always know. You always know, you always know, which then of course takes us into the trust of you and trust of your knowing. And I know that we're not taught to trust us. We are taught to look externally. We are taught to, um, you know, that other people know more than we do. We're taught all sorts of interesting things. Uh, and it's not true. It really is about us trusting us, and us knowing that we know, and knowing that we know for ourselves. Because this is a thing that I've seen in myself, and of course, other people is where we look for someone else to know. And I mean, and I was paid, I did a very I had, you know, a business where that's, I was paid to know for other people, other people paid me to give, you know, paid me to give them the answers. And and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it can get really exhausting, especially if you give them answers that they don't want. <laughs> so if, if you know, uh, you know, if your awareness is different than what they would like the answer to be, it becomes really interesting. And so once I started studying access consciousness back in 2011, man, the relief from not having to know. And the relief of being able to assist another person to know that they know, because it's quite simple for, for a person to know for them. All you have to do is ask them a question. Now, one of the questions I have to say I don't love, and, and I, it's not so much, no, <laughs> that's a funny statement. Uh, it's not the question I don't love. It's often the energy behind the way it's asked of people. So somebody might say, oh my gosh, I've got this problem and this problem. Uh, can you help me? And then the other person just says, well, what do you know? And, and that's a great question. So I just want to clarify again. It's not the question that I have the problem with. It's often the energy is delivered with a wrongness. It's like, well, what do you know? Like you should have already known it already. So I don't tend to use that a lot. Mine is more so like, what's the value of whatever the crazy that's going on. But you can ask that, you know, what do you know? Uh, or you can ask yourself, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, what do I know that I'm pretending not to know? You just want to always be aware of the energy behind what you're saying. Because if you are doing it from judgment, or you're doing it from wrongness, uh, which I guess is judgment, is, is, it's just not going to land the same. than if you're truly curious with the person, like, wow, so what is that? they know for themselves, as soon as you ask, they know, and they again, they may not have words for it. It may be just an energy, but they know. And it would you be willing to be that kind to somebody. And I guess, you know, for me, that is kindness and, and, and not giving them an answer uh, is more kind than giving them an answer. Uh, now, and I say that, you know, it also depends on the situation and the person. If uh, if somebody truly required me to give them the answer and I was aware that that would create greater than I would, uh, it's just so rare now that that's actually what's going to create greater. And of course, I'm speaking more like in classes and such where where that's really, as a facilitator, whether I'm in a class or a session, my only job is to ask them a question. No, I should say, my job is to ask them a question without a point of view. Because that's the other thing. And I, I mean, I've caught myself doing it. I've seen others do it where we're asking the question, but because we already think we know the answer, we're, we're asking the question energetically or in a way that is, um, maybe kind of overriding the person getting their own awareness. I'm trying to think of an example, like uh, let's say I knew that a person, uh, somebody in class had been maybe hit by their dad growing up or something like that. And then they were talking about money problems and not receiving. And let's say I went to the conclusion that, oh, well they don't receive now because of that abuse. Then I might start asking questions related to that Um, looking for them to respond with that. And that can really actually mess a person up. You want to be really aware of that. You truly want to have no point of view when you're asking a question. And what's so awesome is that if you are aware that you have a point of view, take a moment, clear the point of view, and then ask the question. And the question can be simply, what is that? Like, what is that? And we'll talk in the next segment about the four questions from access, kind of the four, I don't know, basic questions, key questions, important questions. I don't know what we'd call them. But the four questions, we'll talk about those in the next segment. Um, But this is, you know, the first one is what is that? Uh, And, and so even just asking a person that like, what is what is that? And just being like spacious, when you ask it, that will change everything for them because they will they will get the energy of what it is again, might not have the words. they might say "I wonder to you and that's totally cool. Uh, but it'll just be a different energy rather than so truth is that related to your dad beating you Like that's not a question actually that's not a, that's a that's a conclusion with a question mark at the end. So you want to be aware of that as a facilitator also or like doesn't mean you have to be a facilitator but even if you're if you're using the access tools with some friends or family or whatever just be really aware of that or that question of what do you know uh, be in all the questions what's the energy behind it because if there is that kind of well you should know this or kind of superiority energy like here's a question I saw Dane use in class so I'm gonna give it to you but I'm gonna slice your head off with it uh, be aware of that. <laughs> And it's not wrong if you've done that. And it's not right if you haven't. Uh, It's just something to be aware of because so many times we use these phenomenal tools against us. And I just wonder, you know, what is possible if we allow them to be the magic that they truly be, which ultimately comes down to no point of view where you are truly the interesting point of view that you truly be. As the infinite being, you are interesting point of view. You are infinite allowance. So on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness from across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GlyniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GlyniseHughes.com.
2: Did you know that Glynise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? The future of online TV is here.
0: View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tuned in to the Glenny show. Want to find out more about what Glenny's and the show are about? Visit Glenyshughes.com. Again, that's G L E N Y C E Hughes.com. Now back to our show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about when you don't know and how you are pretending to be a finite being instead of acknowledging the infinite being that you truly be with infinite knowing. You always know, my sweet friends. You always, always know. And if there's a phrase that you could uh, never utilize again, never say again, it would be, I don't know. It is just one of those phrases that puts us powerless. And I mean, you'll still hear me say it. You'll hear Gary and Dane say it. You'll hear other access facilitators say it. It's not like the, you know, it's it's not like you will be struck down. <laughs> you will, it's not, you just want to be aware of what's going on. Like I might say, oh, I don't really know how to put that into a wording, you uh, to to explain what I'm saying you know I'll I'll say that sort of a thing and it's not it's to me that's different and maybe it's not and to me it is so you just want to be aware of that too with it it's just that when you're looking at something or uh, you're looking to change something and you go into well I don't know I don't know how I don't know what's going on I don't know what's happening those are all those energies of being a victim and I know it's a, it's a game I played myself for a very long time, very many, many years, sweet friends. And uh, the victim game uh, where everything was outside of my control and everything was everybody else's fault and, all, you know, just all that crazy. Uh, and it's not wrong. It's just a choice. And if you acknowledge that you know and you acknowledge that you know, not so much that you know how, because that's the other piece that we'll often say, well, I, I would love to become a speaker, but I don't know how. It's like, that's not, that's not a question. If you would like to become a speaker, then what you want to do is get into the energy of what energy, space and consciousness can me and my body be to be the speaker that we truly be like where you're actually training yourself to ask for what you'd like. And that's what I tell people. If you hear, I don't know how come out of your mouth or uh, if I only knew how or something like that, if you hear that come out of your mouth or out of your head, the simple thing, it's so simple, just change it to an energy space and consciousness question. Because you're basically just retraining yourself. You've taught yourself, and this reality has taught us to not know, to pretend we're less than, to be a victim, all of that crazy. And this is just retraining. It's like, hey, actually, no, wait a minute. What would I like here? Oh, I'd like to be a speaker. So you go into the question of that and you go into the space of that, not what energy space and consciousness can my body and I be to figure out how to be a speaker. That's not it. That's not your job. It's like what energy space and consciousness can me and my body be to be on stage speaking with total ease, or something like that, whatever whatever it is. And again, those are questions from Access Consciousness. And the energy, space, and consciousness questions gets us into creation. And out of this uh, destruction, really, <laughs> when we're going, I don't know, or I don't know how, uh, That's really is just destroying all of the possibilities and ensuring that you stay separate from them. So I wanted to talk about those four questions, and it's something that we talk about in Uh, foundation and I say that and I think it's actually in the bars manual possibly now can't remember for sure doesn't matter get your butt to bars get your butt to foundation I am both definitely Uh, so the first question when something's going on is what is this what is this get curious like what is this maybe you wake up and you're cranky And you might first off do, well, it's Monday or it's uh, I had a late night or I didn't sleep. Like you might have some conclusions that pop up (laughs) and still go into question like, what is this? What is this? Oh, my gosh. I started to worry about money as soon as I woke up. Wow. Okay. So is that worry about money mine? Huh? No. Okay. So what is this is covered the next question is, what can I do with it? Well, if it's not yours, there's nothing you can do with it. It's not I mean, sorry, you can return it to sender with consciousness. So then you just say everything that is I return to sender with consciousness. What is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? So, in this case, the only thing you can do because it's not yours is return it to sender with consciousness. So, yes, you can change it by returning it to sender with consciousness. And if so, how do I change it? By returning it to sender with consciousness. And that's what you'll find a lot of them are like, is because most of that crazy going on isn't yours. So, the questions are what is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how do I change it? And so something that, that we tend to not really acknowledge or be aware of, um, and this often shows up for people as a tiredness or a drained or a cranky, um, and not just a cranky cranky, but a, a tired cranky. <laughs> That's helpful. Anyway, um, once you start start playing with it, you'll get a sense of what it is for you. But if we are, let's say you're on a bus, and you just end up talking to the person next to you, and they're really worried about, um, you know, an exam coming up. And you might say to them, you know, have you ever failed an exam before? Or you might ask them a question that really changes where they were headed. Maybe you ask them a question about, um, you know, I don't, I can't even think of a great example right now, but you just ask them something that puts them into question so that when they go into that exam, they are in an entirely different space than when they were, uh, before they spoke to you. So most of us do that all day long. Most of us never acknowledge how many people's lives we change with that three minute conversation, on the bus or in the Starbucks line or whatever it may be. And then what occurs is that it can feel like we were hit by a Mack truck. You know, we can feel so exhausted later, so drained. So um, and I don't know, like, I'm, I I don't want to project that it's that way for everybody. You it might show up differently for you. uh, Because it may not be like a Mack truck. But it seems to be a little bit more common. So then when we're asking, you know, what is this, you also want to be really broad with your awareness in the sense of, um, you could have changed somebody's life and not acknowledge it. And that can really, um, show up in interesting ways and a lot of people don't even know that that's something that creates more to acknowledge what they do for people and it doesn't have to you don't have to tell the person you don't have to put it on Facebook you don't you just need to know for you you just need to know when that person got off the bus It's just like wow that changed everything for them and I know that each one of us has examples of that I know that we do and you have them too so if you start acknowledging that, and it just kind of popped to something to talk about when we're talking about what is this, because that is often something people don't consider. So even when they're asking, what is this? If it's not something they would consider, it can be difficult to have that awareness because they don't, they don't, they pretend that they don't change people's lives. And you do, my sweet friend, you do. You don't even have to talk to them. You can just smile at them. You can open a door for them. You can, I mean, in my case, you could have a radio show that goes out and changes. You know, they listen to it and they create a totally different future based on uh, the tools that I share or a story that I shared or something that, that resonated for them. And if I'm not acknowledging that, then I'm going to... Basically utilize that energy against me. And, and it doesn't have, I mean, it sounds quite dramatic and it doesn't, it's not what it's meant to sound like, but you just want to be aware of that because sometimes what is this can be that you didn't acknowledge something, that you changed somebody's life and you, you didn't, I'm going to say you pretended, but I'm not sure that's the correct term. Um, you didn't tell you that you did you just assumed that everybody else does exactly what you do. And they don't. How many people actually get on a bus and even talk to somebody else or look at somebody else? Like how many people do that? And if you you know, you're listening, and you think, Oh, my gosh, I haven't talked to somebody on a bus for 100 years, like, that's fine, you don't have to. But acknowledge then the ways that you do. And it's just for you, just for fun. You don't have to do anything except just acknowledge it in that moment. Now, for some people, it's so foreign that having like a little notebook at the end of the day and jotting things down, uh, that can that can shift so much. Like just, just, to, just to say, oh yeah, that's right. I did talk to that person there. Or when you go into a space, this is what I like to do, go into a space, and I've, so I've been having physio lately, and about half an hour once a week where I'm in the in the building, and maybe 10 minutes of that, uh, they're putting some heat on my on my foot. So I'm just kind of sitting there by myself. But it's a huge open space. And it's amazing. There's a whole bunch of physios. And there's a whole bunch of um, physio people helping with like weight training and all these different exercises. And then there's other people around. And so I just love to get a sense of what I'm contributing to this space. And it's just an energy. So it's not like I can say, oh, well, I walked in and this person felt better or this happened for that. Like, it's not like that at all. But just sitting there and being present with it, I am aware of what me being there is contributing. Now, what I also do, because I used to do um, very uh, giving very well... (laughs) Is I also will be aware of what I'm receiving while I'm there, so it's like a it's like a um, a flow, so there's a gifting and a receiving, and I don't mean just one flow like I gift and then I receive. It's not a logical kind of energy like that because there's a gifting and a receiving continuously and just acknowledging it, acknowledging the energy that that I be there and that every one of us be there. You don't have to be a certain person or you don't have to do a certain thing or you don't have to have, you know, taken advanced classes and access consciousness or read so-and-so's book. I mean, you don't have to, just you being you, you've been doing it forever. Just what might occur if you start acknowledging it? And a fun question that, uh, that I used to use a long time ago. I haven't used it in a while, but I actually saw it this morning in one of my books is, uh, you know, if I was a superhero, what superpower did I just use there? And not that it's like, if I was a superhero, like we are superheroes, uh, but it's just like, it it just creates this question of like, what did I just do? What did I just be? And how much we just take it for granted. We just, oh, well, that always occurs when, when people are in the space at the physio building. It's like, no, it's because I'm there and I'm willing to be and receive it and perceive it. So I'm willing to be the infinite being. Now, if I went in, um, you know, playing the finite being and let's say it was just the victim mode and just like everything was wrong, you know, just in that space, it'd be very different. And I probably wouldn't even think to ask the question. I probably wouldn't even be in the energy to, because um, even just the energy of asking it, uh, would expand it. So, you know, it, it's, I could walk in, in that space, but it would change quite quickly when I asked it. So those four questions, what is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how do I change it? And those questions can assist you when you're playing the, I don't know, cause you do know, and it may take a question, an actual question to have you acknowledge what you know, and what is this? is a really cool way to get that awareness now the way that I used to do those questions back in and I remember it specifically back in 2013 uh is what is this what can I do with it can I change it if so how do I change it what is this what can I do with it can I change it if so how do I change it like that um which I don't suggest and I was hosting Gary and Dane here in Edmonton back in. that's why I know it was 2013 and I asked Gary about it and he said I would wait between each question to get an awareness before you go to the next question. So um, I don't ask them like that anymore. But I just always remember that because it was just so funny. Because uh, it was like, I, I, I was step one, I was willing to ask. Uh, but step two of receiving the awareness, I was not quite there yet. And that's okay. Uh, so it's like, what is this? What is this? And you might not have an awareness for an hour or a day or a week. But what is this? what is this gets you out of I don't know into the curiosity of what do I know here? What do I know? And then I don't know, honestly, that I've ever got a no in terms of can I change it? Uh, but often it's like, yeah, changing it just by acknowledging that it's not mine and returning it to sender. That is often a huge piece of it. Uh, and of course, it can show up different depending on the question, and all of that. But just getting into the question and knowing that you know, you know, you know, you know, you always know, you've always known and it's not been valuable until now. Possibly, it depends. You, maybe you've been doing this for a while and it's been valuable for a while, and maybe you're fairly new. But knowing and, and thus reality has not been valuable. So, it's a whole new muscle. And, and what if it's one that doesn't actually have to take a long time to build? What if it's just a choice that you can make and that it can be valuable to you? Even if nobody else is valuing it, what if you can value it? Like, what would that be like? And just to know that you know, and you don't have to tell anybody else what you know or how you know it, like you don't have to get into that. It can just be, you know, for you, you trust you, and then you can tell people around you what they need to hear. So if you were going to, let's say, change jobs, and in that job change, uh, you were taking a pay cut, but you just knew it was going to create greater to take that, then probably not telling the person, you know, maybe a family member who's really logical, and does it doesn't make sense to them why you would take a pay cut, you probably don't need to go into explaining to them about your knowing, You can give them some other reasoning. You could just be like, it just feels um, like it would be funner for me, or I haven't been happy in the other job for a while, or something that they can hear, or I've been really stressed out in that job, so I'm just happy to have a different possibility. Uh, Because most people can hear stress. uh, Most people can hear uh, frustrated. So just how can they hear it? And then you just know for you, you're just following your knowing. Because when we follow our knowing, that's, that's the magic. And that's, that's actually, I think, all last week's show was all about following the energy or not, no, maybe not last week's, but not that long ago, I did a whole show on following the energy. Uh, and that's, that's the magic right there is that willingness to follow the energy, the willingness to know that you know for you, you know what's true for you and you don't need to explain it. And I'm really grateful because at this point, I mean, Hubby and I have been together long enough in the sense that he knows that if I say, hey, I just get the sense we need to go to the airport a little earlier, or we need to go this way, or we need to not do this or do this, that that he doesn't need much more than that. You know, that's kind of the, I'm going to say, explanation. Um, and there's other people in my life that, yeah, I do give more of a, you know, um, logical explanation in terms of what they can hear for different things. You just want to be aware of that and, and never ever dull down or shut off or not trust your knowing because other people wouldn't do it that way or wouldn't have it that way or it doesn't make sense or any of that crazy because that's just, that's just their way and you have a way and what's your way and what way would you like it to be as the infinite being that you truly be. So on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back.
2: Live up to your fullest
0: potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness from across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta? Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com.
2: Did you know that Glenys travels the world facilitating classes Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenys Show. Want to find out more about what Glenys and the show are about? Visit com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E-Hughes.com. Now, back to our show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about when you don't know and what that actually does in your world. You know, when you're pretending to be pathetic. Uh, and it's such a funny concept now but i mean i truly like i i won awards i'm sure of it for playing pathetic like it was such ah uh, it was such normalcy for me and i mean was it actually normal no and i had chosen it for so long that it did seem like me and it was actually I mean, there's been so many things. I couldn't pinpoint one thing. And I do know that taking uh, Dane's Maestro class, his very first one, I've taken every one of them because they're fucking awesome. Uh, and the very first one, and I actually never really attributed it, like I, ne- I never noticed, but it was actually, I believe, in the last one last September where he spoke about, that's what he saw from the class. I think there was only 60 of us or something. It was small compared to the numbers now. And that's what his awareness was, was that those of us in that first class had really shifted out of pathetic. Now, not every person, but the majority of us had. And I was like, wow, yeah. I just never really looked at that kind of being the starting. And ultimately, I mean... Of course, any sort of self-awareness classes and such would have been inviting me into that. But I just remember at the end of that maestro class, um, and I, I mean, I just, I just really wanted to thank Dane. And so I actually stood in line to say goodbye and thank him. And, and I was actually the last one. And so I, you know, as he stood and looked at me and I looked at him, I just said, thank you. And we hugged. And he kind of pulled away and looked at me and he's like, whoa. (laughs) And I was like, I know, like I could so perceive that energy. And uh, even over these years, and I think that was in 2015. I'm not sure when the first one was, 2015, 2016. uh, I will say that to myself as a reminder and, and not like, I'll actually say I like, I forgot I was a maestro and I don't mean I was a maestro because I took the class we're all maestros. And the class certainly invited me into it more than ever anything before. And it's still a choice that I made. And so when I kind of get myself into that crazy, that pathetic, that silly, that victim, that whatever, um, you know, then it's like, hey, (laughs) I'm forgetting I'm a maestro here like basically I'm forgetting that I have another choice here and and it's just such an invitation for for me just from that energy because I remember that I remember it I remember it very clearly living from that that victim energy and then there's still times I play with it, and I'm so much quicker in catching it now, which I'm just so incredibly grateful for. Uh, and the other piece that I wanted to talk about that is the demon clearing. And, and I don't know that I shared it in the first segment. This is one of those rare shows that I actually recorded two segments uh, yesterday, and the third one today, just because of everything that was going on. So I apologize if I already said it, but hey, you know what? There is nothing wrong with a little demon clearing more than once in a radio show. Uh, and so when we say, I don't know, what we're doing is we are inviting in energies who would like to, um, to have us pretend we're victims and to uh, kind of take over our life or to take over certain aspects of our life. So the demon clearing is so simple. Go back to from whence you came, never to return to me, or this reality, ever again. Go back to from whence you came, never to return to me, or this reality, ever again. Go back to from whence you came, never to return to me, or this reality, ever again. And then I run the clearing statement, but you do not have to. I just say anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, all 9 put putt-pock, shorts, boys, mounts. But that piece is not part of the demon clearing. That's just something that I add in and not part of the demon clearing. So it's really simple really simple to do. And it's just any time that you've, maybe you just said, I don't know, or maybe you were just playing pathetic for a while, and then you could just say, hey, all of the demons here go back to from whence you came, never to return to me or this reality ever again, and over and over and over until the energy lightens. Now, by the time you listen to this, I will have done a call. So if you would like the recordings, uh, reach out to me, because that's one of the things that I noticed in the last few months, that I've been doing, um, the demon clearing, and there was just it—it it just seemed like I was walking through sludge. Like things that would normally take me two point four seconds were taking so freaking long. Like it was so weird, and I was doing tons of other things. And finally, I was like, "I'm just gonna run some demon clearings here," and it changed it like instantaneously. So. I kind of got the energy of a whole group of us getting together to do it. So if you would like that uh, that call recording, just reach out to me and I will get it to you. Uh, and so what else is possible? You know, what else is possible with with pretending you're pathetic, with pretending you don't know, pretending you're not the infinite being? Like that's that to me is always the, the one that kind of makes me giggle. And it's one of the questions that we ask in Access Consciousness around... Um, the, the, uh, keys to freedom. And one of the questions is like truth, would an infinite being choose this? And of course, if it's anything less than, you know, really awesome, of course, an infinite being wouldn't choose it. So then when you're asking it, when you're struggling with something or you're fighting with something or you're whatever, frustrated with something, it's always going to be a no. So it's such a, rem- a great reminder because it brings us back to wait. Okay, if an infinite being wouldn't choose this, like what am I doing? Why am I playing pathetic? And not, not that why is a good question because it'll keep you looping, but the question could be, what's the value? Like, what am I getting out of this? And for me, just like so many things, it was the entertainment. It gave me, uh, you know, it gave me things to talk about. It gave me stories to share, it gave me uh, friends to relate with, (laughs) like, all of that stuff, instead of just going, hey, that actually just doesn't work for me anymore. Like, I really desire to be the infinite being, and not desire to be it, I desire to choose to be the infinite being I truly be, because we already be it. It's about actually choosing it. And choosing, you've heard me say it a million times, is a verb so choosing it every 10 seconds. So when you catch yourself going down the, you know, poor, poor, pitiful me stop. Okay, so would an infinite being truly choose this? Nope, okay, so what, what would they choose? What could I choose right now? And a lot of times it's just not even playing with it. It's not even thinking about it. And that's the biggest thing for many of us is just the time that we have to think. And I do remember talking about it that in the other segment, so I know we've covered that for sure. And just to really get how different we are, my sweet friends, and I know that might not feel true to you or you might want to be in denial of that or whatever it might be, but please know, please, please know you are very, very different. And it really wasn't until I took my very first uh, Access Consciousness Foundation class that I truly got that, like how different I am. Like even my desire to never have babies although I was very firm in that, (laughs) I made myself so wrong for that, like so incredibly wrong for that. And then I go to a class and they talk about that as, as that being something that many women Uh, in that, you know, that are choosing more consciousness. And like, that's what many of us choose. Now, if you have babies, please know, it doesn't mean you're not choosing consciousness. That's not it at all. Uh, We just have a section in the manual that we go through about in foundation about the difference between us and kind of other people on the planet. And, And they were all, they all hit home for me and the freedom in that and then the freedom to kind of go wow I am different. Now, there's lots of people that choose, you know, maybe have chose not to have babies or chose to have, you know, d- different things going on or whatever and that's it's like if you're so we're different and we're not and we're different. And often we're looking at people who are different from us going, no, I'm the same as them or I should be the same as them instead of celebrating what's different for us. And on that, I would love to invite you to the new foundation. The manuals are out. I am so excited. So Gary and Dane rewrite it once a year. So they just rewrote foundation in February. So the new manuals, which are the ones that would be at classes now. And I have a foundation coming up in Sherwood Park, April 25th to the 28th. And then Helmstead, Sweden, May 9th to the 12th. And then Sitka, Alaska, July 23rd to the 26th. Then here for the Pool Party Foundation, August 2nd to the 5th. Then in Lloydminster, October 4th to the 7th. And Las Vegas, baby, October 24th to the 27th. And we will be having dates for the foundation in New York City, baby. How does it get any better than that? And um, and then actually Toronto, I just don't have it on my calendar yet that I have in front of me, but Toronto, uh, May of 2020, So, so many possibilities. And of course, you don't have to come to mine. There are so many certified facilitators around the world with classes around the world. So if any of that, you know, just is, if it's time, you know, time, It's time. You would know if it's time. And the hashtag, get your butt to foundation. Of course, if you haven't taken a bars, that is the prereq. So get your butt to bars and then get your butt to foundation. If you've taken it in the last 12 months, it is half price. Half price. How does it get any better than that? (sighs) All right. So let's go back. Let's talk about being the infinite being that you truly be. With infinite knowing, you do know You have always known, you know, you know, you know." Now, that's a little bit different to me than psychic knowing. And this is something that I would say something that I still play with. Like we know we're infinite knowers, we're infinite being with infinite knowing, so we know, but do we know what the weather will be like next Saturday? Do we know if the house will sell to that person? Like, so th- this is often where, m- like myself or people who have maybe done the psychic world, the metaphysical world, this is where I see us trip ourselves up because we go to the conclusion that if we are infinite knowers, then we know psychically. They're two different things. Infinite knowing means we can ask a question and be aware in that 10 seconds of what will create the greatest. So we could say, um, uh, let's say somebody phones to say, let's say you've got your house listed and somebody would like to come and look at it at two o'clock today. So then you could say truth. What will the future be like if I say yes to them viewing it at 2 p.m.? today, like say yes to them right now and truth, what will the future be like if I say no to them viewing it at 2 p.m. right now? Like, so you wanna know, you're, you're asking your awareness about what's, what's actually important to you. Is saying yes to them gonna create more to viewing it? Or saying no to them viewing it? Is four o'clock a better time? I mean, who knows? I'm using kind of a, a simple, silly example, but that's what our knowing is. It's not about going, oh, okay, so their name is you know Tom and Sherry, and they want to come at to, oh, you know what? Yes, they they will buy the house. Like <laughs> that that's not that's not knowing. That's psychic future telling. And often what we do with that is we limit what's possible. Because as a psychic, when we use our psychic abilities, again, there is nothing wrong with that, but when we use them, then we limit because there's a godzillion bazillion possibilities, and if we go, if we can read energetically, and we go, oh yes, they will say yes, then our focus is on them. And what actually might be more true is that it's, I don't know, Ken and Tammy <laughs> that would create greater, but we've zeroed in on the one that we've decided or we, you know, we've had the, the psychic awareness that that's the future. I, I hope I'm explaining this well, guys. Um, so we want to look at that and, and be aware that knowing and psychic awareness are two different things. And psych- or <laughs> infinite knowing is good for 10 seconds. And you're only asking what's actually relevant in that 10 seconds. Because in that 10 seconds that they phone to come and view the house... All your, all that's truly matters in that 10 seconds is do you say yes or do you say no? What's gonna create greater? Not if they will buy it. That piece is actually irrelevant in that 10 seconds. And so with future stuff, like psychic stuff, I mean, we're often very much in the future. We're very much not present. Whereas if we're asking from knowing, that's a totally different. So if you're an infinite being with infinite knowing then you can actually be aware of all of the possibilities and have the awareness of which one to choose to create the greatest for you, for the planet, for everything. So that's a very different energy. So you want to really look at that. And like I say, I'm still reminding myself of that because there's still this, I don't know if reaction is the best word, but there's where I go straight to that kind of like if I know that, and, and I know this just because I just went through selling my car, so I was doing the same thing. So, you know, truth, will he buy it? Truth, will he, it's like, that's not <clears throat> truly what I'm, what I'm asking. Truly what I'm asking is, truth, would he, you know, for the time that he said to come, would it create more, create less? What, like, what, what's the response instead of figuring out if he's the one and how much you would pay for it? Like all of that stuff, that's a great distraction. So really being present with that and knowing that every choice you make will change your future. And as daunting as that may sound for some of you, it's actually so much freedom. To me, it's so much freedom. May not be to the rest of you, but to me, there's so much. Because, you know, if I make a choice today and as I'm progressing through that choice and it just doesn't feel very yummy or it changes then I can actually change it because it's not set in stone. And where, when I was doing, you know, all the psychic stuff, I mean, I always did know that nothing was set in stone. I knew we could change anything, but there was a solidity to it. It's like, okay, well, if I saw that, I mean, whatever it might be, if I saw that, uh, I was going to change jobs, then that's what, had to happen instead of going, oh, okay, so I, I get there's a possibility for changing jobs coming up. Okay, so what would I like it to be? So we go into the creation of it instead of the kind of like the the uh, the victim of it. It's like, oh, well, I get the sense of changing jobs, so I'm going to have to. It's like, what if you don't have to? What if anything is possible? And what if you are creating your future with every choice you make? And if you're making a choice and it's not creating what you'd like, make another choice, make another choice. And as an infinite beer, sorry, as an infinite being (laughs) with infinite knowing and infinite receiving and infinite perceiving, this is the magic. This is actually the the kind of the magic components of creating what you'd like, asking for what you'd like, actualizing what you'd like, is utilizing all of those in the present tense. So being very, very, very present with it, being very, very aware of what you're asking about, what questions you're asking. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder what is possible with being the magic of you as the infinite perceiver, infinite knower, infinite receiver, and infinite being that you truly be. And I wonder what's possible beyond pathetic that we've never even considered. I wonder what magic is possible as being the creator of your life and living that we've never even considered. Yeah. So on that note, thank you so much for listening in sweet friends. And I look forward to chatting with you next week.
0: For making the Glennie Show part of your life, listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and continue changing your life.